Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers and sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to connect deeply with people through her intuition and her keen listening skills so that she can offer genuine support and compassion, as well as provide the expert guidance needed for them to achieve their happiness. So I am super excited to introduce Dr. Katie Thomas. Now, Dr. Katie is the president and founder of Better Work Experience Incorporated, the premier career coaching resource center devoted to enhancing people's work experience by providing innovative human-centered solutions in the form of private coaching, one-day clarity labs, career clarity course, podcast, and a peer group community. Now, Katie completed her master's and doctorate degrees in organizational psychology, studying business management in undergraduate school. Now, before launching her company, she worked in the national healthcare system for 11 years, leading strategic organizational development initiatives out of the office of the CEO, coaching thousands of employees to find their career happiness. Now, Katie is a California native of the San Francisco Bay Area, but currently lives in Northern Illinois, just outside of Chicago with her husband, two daughters, and their Vishla. Now, being a wife and mama fills her cup of joy, and Katie also enjoys meditation, travel, hiking, gardening, and feng shui. Well, welcome, Dr. Katie. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thanks, Wendy. Happy to be here. Yeah, and I just love how you're helping people to find that happiness and enjoy their work life. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Oh, me too. And we all deserve a happiness in our work, Wendy. So it's, it's happy to be here. Yeah, it's a big part of our lives. So that's <laughs> happiness is important all day long. Yeah, I love that. So Dr. Katie, always top of my question for me is what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? Well, I couldn't bring my baby to work. <laughs> okay. No, honestly, honestly, I, I've actually, I've always been a coach on the side of my corporate work. And I believe that. I was able to make the full switch one day when, you know, after my baby was born and it was just for me inside, it just wasn't, I wasn't able to leave her. I wasn't able to do it. And I didn't want to take her off the breast. And thankfully I, um, I was able to work remote at my corporation, uh, for several months. I had a great manager there 
Um, but serendipitously, my husband was offered a job at a family business in Northern Illinois, and it just clicked. I was able to break away from the corporation and start and start up. Um, so we went for it. Couldn't be happier about the decision. And now we've got our two girls and a great family balance to allow me to build the company of my dreams. Nice. Yeah, I love that. When when things all come together in a way that serves the bigger purpose. And it sounds like coaching has always come naturally to you in your corporate role as well. So it's just leaning into that within your own space, being able to mm-hmm. you know, express yourself under your terms. So yeah, I love that. Well, so trying to get a timeline here. So how long have you had your coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved over the course of the time? Well, I always say that I've been coaching since uh, the age of six. I was born a, I was born a coach. You're born uh, a coach. I was born I a coach, that. and I have always I've been the family mediator. Um, it's just a natural orientation for me in the world, and I've always been the person people have came to for advice uh, regarding their life, career, or relationships. And just it's just a natural place for me. What my education has done for me is given me the formal training, and now I get to create programs and products that I've been dreaming about for my clients for decades. Mm -hmm. You know, I started my company in 2017 um, and my business vision has always been the same to be a multifaceted career coaching resource center and community ensuring happier work life experience for today's generation. Mm -hmm. So I've been consistent with this all along and it's just what drives me. Yeah, no, that that's great. I, I I love that clarity right from the very beginning of that sense of this is where I can really serve. This is where my heart uh, lives, and I can make a big difference. So yeah, that clarity is powerful, definitely. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way besides the obvious of of you know balancing mom life, family, <laughs> being a mom. Yes. And all yes. these fun activities that you love to do? Yeah, I, I think so. There's been a lot. And I think any journey without roadblocks is not really a journey. It doesn't really, <laughs> it's not really an adventure when you don't have things to overcome. But oh, I do practice my, I do practice my uh, daily self-love mantras to keep myself in check. But there are times when I wonder if I have what it takes to achieve what I want to achieve. You know, for example, being out on my own means I don't have the protection and resources from a multi-billion dollar corporation. And I'm a team of one, Um, you know, fitting in work time after a day full of raising babies, it can be very difficult too. Right. Um, Just just gaining the the extra energy and focus to the whole holistic uh, life and lifestyle thriving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can you share maybe a technique that you've used in order to manage your time and, and keep the your energy tapped into that where you have that energy for your your babies, your your kids, your hobbies and your business? Mm-hmm. Because that's a very common challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah, I think one thing I wanted to say as far as challenges, too, and this will all tie back together is, you know, a long along our lives, we experience these, these setbacks. And I think this is why you're bringing this up today, because I think we can all relate to having setbacks. You know, one that I recently had was, um, 
we got actually my husband got um, last December where he learned he had a very rare treatable leukemia. So Mm. I had to pull full stop completely on Mm. all of my business activities uh, to support him through chemo. And, you know, it, it wasn't a hard decision for me to make, obviously, when someone you love needs you, you stop everything and you're there for them. Um, but it wasn't easy for me to wait. It's, it hasn't been easy. And we've been going through this just over the last 90 days, you know, especially when I was rolling like a steam engine, you know, at that time I was cooking, like I was looking at spaces to rent and hosting my workshops. And, you know, I was really cooking and um, I went to a dark, place emotionally. And I felt very trapped. Um, But what pulled what pulled me through was gratitude, I have to be honest, you know, that might sound woo woo, but really connecting with and appreciating the small things in my life. You know, I built momentum of that I built momentum on my positive energy until I started to get really those engines running again. And what I did to overcome that I looked for signs from my angels, spirit guides. When one day I stumbled upon an interview with Michelle Obama, she said in her interview, you can have it all, but not all at the same time. Mm. And that was a good reminder for me. You know, I just told myself, okay, stay calm and carry on. It'll come. (laughs) Just got to get out of my own way. Um, And then, you know what, Wendy, the next day, Literally, you emailed me asking me for an interview. So, you know, I thought this is exactly what I needed to keep my vibes up, my vibes up and and flow forward. So I just I can't I can't express my gratitude enough for you and your podcast. Oh, wow. Well, that's really yeah, that that really touches my heart. And you have just shared so many powerful messages within your, you know, experience here with being that support to your husband, just Mm -hmm. learning the news. Oh my gosh, that's so frightening with a young family and the love of your life just debilitating. Like, okay, full breaks on. Yep. (laughs) Redirect. Pretty much. I packed up all of my work things. I, all of my binders and my everything. I just put it all away in the cupboard and I said, okay, I'll be back here. Right. It's just on hold, putting a pause and thank goodness it was treatable and yeah. Uh, modern medicine and all that, in addition to the woo and and trusting in yeah. a higher source and really leaning into what we do have the power to tap into. So it's all mm-hmm. just, yeah, wow. I'm just almost speechless here. And I, I so admire what all you've, you've come through. And now you are, you know, main, you've maintained your vision and your purpose beyond that setback and are, are igniting the, the rocket engines again. So, yeah, I love that. I just want to thank you acknowledge uh, all that you have, all that you represent tenacity and, and uh, a sense of passion and purpose and dedication. So yeah, it's beautiful. Well, Thanks, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> Usually, you know, have there been any big roadblocks? Yeah. I had to learn marketing, <laughs> but that, that really is, so tiny compared to the reality of what can happen in, in real life. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just want to admire again, all that you've had to, to surface through and all these things make us give us the foundation to now be uh, more clear on how we can powerfully make a difference because now we know 
maybe how delicate and fragile life really is. And so leaning into that, all systems go in terms of making that powerful difference, not just for others, but for your, yourself, right? Living that fulfilling life on all those different um, aspects. So, and you're obviously an expert at helping people to create happiness, mm-hmm. sense of fulfillment and meaning within their work life. But as we're talking about the business side of things, how do you feel about the client enrollment or you know, the sales part? of being in business. Now, this can feel like a a very different skill set. So do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? Yeah, it's a great question. I guess I've never really seen myself as selling my services really until now, um, because, you know, I just relocated. I think you mentioned in my, my bio, I've Three years ago, I moved to Northern Illinois, which is a very rural community. And so I, in the past, I would get referrals from my local professional network and I had kind of a lot of things pinging and, you know, I just, it was so easy for me to meet clients and enroll new clients. Um, Mm -hmm. But now that I've moved across the country to a completely different community, different industries, different values, it's been starting from square one, um, which has been, you know, a fun challenge, actually, because I love I love learning new things about the world. But yeah, time is that I could use your advice on is how to maximize my time and given my current situation and mm-hmm. how to really be productive. What's the, what's the most productive way to use my time at this point right. in um, the evolution of, of my company? Right. Yeah. No, relocating is, is a big shift because, and, and you nailed it in terms of people have different values here in this setting versus the San Francisco Bay area. People are people and jobs are jobs. Not really because we're mm-hmm. complex and there's a completely different culture in the rural areas and they have different frustrations and challenges and different goals and ideals and desires. So it really comes down to gaining a very clear understanding of what those exact challenges are for the people that you love serving, because we all know that your brilliance can support so many different people from college kids, just looking into getting their job to people in the corporate world to people that are running, managing farm, the, the agriculture world, the, to mm-hmm. people that are maybe moms in their midlife that, you know, they're dealing with young, mm-hmm. young children, just like you, or mm-hmm. maybe women that are going into empty nest. You know, everybody has a different set of values and a different set of goals, a different set of frustrations. So it really comes down to getting the most out of your time investment by way of identifying clearly who it is you really want to serve. Because then when you lean in with, okay, I've got an hour, then -hmm. you can really connect with that one type of person's frustrations and desires and be really spot on. Because when we offer our service in a way that is so crystal clear with how it can move the needle, how it can solve just a a really significant challenge that they're facing, that's when you get the response. Otherwise, it's a lot of work 
and a lot of effort and a lot of creative energy. And you might not get a lot of response because your message is maybe a little too broad. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people say, I don't want to have just one niche or niche. I don't want to work with just one type of person. I love everybody. But the original thing here is maximizing my time. Mm -hmm. And if Mm -hmm. you want to maximize your time, because each different ideal client type is like having a new business department. It's like having a department store. Okay, We've got women's clothing. We've got men's clothing. We've got outdoor equipment. They've got all these different departments. Well, you don't have time to manage a whole department store. Your time is so precious and you want to make the biggest difference. So that's really my best advice is to Mm, narrow, you know, focus in on one type of person that you can really speak their language. You really know their pain. You really can. And you might need to do some, some interviewing, you know, Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm creating some new content. And I noticed, you know, you go to LinkedIn or you go to the local um, chamber of commerce or, anything that lists local businesses and do a little legwork in terms of understanding what the roles are within that corporation or business. And then you just have to, like you said, I love learning. It it requires just slowing down and, and really gaining that clarity about what is the top of mind frustration and challenge for that ideal Mm -hmm. client type. And then when you reach out and say, Hey, I, I'm hosting a, a virtual workshop for women on how to stand in your power within a men's, within a male dominated workplace. If that's like, my, if that's, if that's my, right, right. right. Okay. Right. And then it's like, wow, that sounds great because usually mm-hmm. happiness is linked to, I just, I feel like an odd person out, you know, I don't get mm-hmm. the respect. I'm not heard. Mm-hmm. I don't, my voice doesn't matter, you know? And so that ideal client has those unique kind of challenges and frustrations. Mm-hmm. And so you're leveraging mm-hmm. your time through the online platform of just inviting people to a, a workshop that's going to support them in a little bit fragment of the work that you do. And then it is the on-ramp into working with you more deeply. So anyway, that's a lot. That's great advice. Thank you, Wendy. (laughs) No, that's great advice. Thank you. Appreciate that. That has moved the needle for you and given you some, some different perspectives. So, and, you know, I, I realize that moving to a rural area is, is a big shift uh, for, for you the whole workforce went through a big shift just recently. Well, two years ago now, I think it is, I don't know. I'm not Mm -hmm. counting, but the pandemic, right. That created its own shift for everybody in terms of their, their work experience. They either got furloughed or Mm -hmm. most people worked remotely now home base where my gosh, the kids are running around and I'm trying to do work or there's the kitchen and the refrigerator just 10 feet away from me and, (laughs) or there's the pool out back and that Mm -hmm. sure looks inviting or, you know, all sorts of different things. So can you share a little bit about 
how the pandemic and the ripple effect, we're in the new normal, is impacting right. um, the workforce, people that you love working with, and, and some of the needs that, that have arisen because of that. Yeah, what I'm hearing from, from my clients is that, you know, there was a lot of big change that happened over the last few years, and the dust is settling, but it's not quite settling yet. I think there is right. that ripple effect that you described, you know, I think there's a local factory here that just laid off thousands of workers. Mm. And, and I think that's a shift in, you know, in the auto industry. And I think it's, it's so many so many larger factors that are happening around us in the environment across all kinds of industries that are impacting American communities and such as this one where I live. And that, that does have a ripple effect. And sometimes it takes sometimes a year or more for people to really feel how it is impacting their lives. And, you know, what I tell my clients who, who come along, who, who, express similar, um, similar things to this ripple effect is really, why not make this a time to reevaluate and Mm -hmm. get, you know, dig around in, in your, your own tool belt and see what do you really want? You know, what, what skills do you have? What desires do you have when it comes to your career happiness? What's worked for you in the, in the past? What hasn't? What's, what's available to you? What's not? And I think just listening uh, to them describe their lives, uh, you know, allows me to support them navigate that dust, if you will, and mm-hmm. not just dust it under the rug not to be corny, but to really sweep it up and do something about it. I think force change. I'm, even though I am a a change agent by trade, I mean, I go into organizations and I create change, you know, and hope for the better. And sometimes these are changes people don't experience right away, but two, three years down the road, they've got access to these, you know, great development programs that they weren't there before. And wow, this is amazing. But I've been working on it for three years. So (laughs) It's like, you know, and in today's society, on top of the pandemic, everything, we are an instant uh, society. We want to see results right away. And, you know, when it comes to finding career happiness, yeah, there's a lot of things that I can tell you to do to change right now to have instant um, instant career happiness. But if you want sustainable change, if you want sustainable happiness in your career, that's when it really comes to sitting down with a coach one-on-one like you or like me and digging in and really truly dusting up, uh, sweeping up that dust and, and getting rid of it. So yeah, I mean, the pandemic has, has made a lot of change, positive and negative in people's lives. And I think we're not going to see the full effect of that ripple for, you know, another few years to come. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it definitely changed the trajectory for so many people and society and humanity. So it's all for the benefit because it did create that opportunity for people to just kind of stop and look around and wake up a little bit and ask some deep questions and reevaluate. And with that comes an awareness of frustrations, maybe things that they are no longer willing to put up with. So I I just Mm -hmm. love the work that you're doing because it, it allows people to reconnect with something that's so important, happiness, right? Yes, 
We're not just in something we all deserve. (laughs) It's all about fulfillment, happiness, and really living life in a way that provides that meaning. So yeah, I love it. Well, I'm kind of on the edge of my seat here, Dr. Katie. How do you work with people, you know, employees, career centered people who want to finally enjoy their work and feel fulfilled? Can you share just some specifics about your philosophy or your approach? Absolutely. Yeah. Like you mentioned, we've been talking about, um, I'm all about helping people find happiness at work. During my doctoral research, I discovered seven key blind spots in the work experience. I love that blind spots. (laughs) Yep. And that if 10 to two can open up a tremendous amount of opportunity for people. I created as the seven blind spot assessments. Um, It's a little quiz and my clients get to take the quiz and they get to explore these dimensions in my clarity lab and in my course. Um, When I work one-on-one with clients, it allows me to go deeper with them on a host of other environmental factors um, that can get in the way of their work life life happiness. Right. Yeah. No, it sounds like it's really uh, an opportunity for people to tap into some things that they might, well, obviously they are not aware of. Right. They're blind spots. Yeah. We know (laughs) what we think we know, but then through an expert like you, then it's like, oh yeah, I didn't see that. (laughs) So, and and that's where transformation happens. Yeah. And having a career coach doesn't mean you have to change your whole career or go to a new company or anything like that. Sometimes you're, you're at a company, you love working there. You went there for a reason, but you're stuck. And you don't really know where to go, or maybe you want to work in marketing and you work in HR right now, and you're not really sure how to navigate that within a corporate environment. You know, those are the kinds of people that I love working with because I can help them unpack kind of the organizational psychology aspect of it and, you know, understand, okay, if this is our map, you know, how do we, how do we get from, from this location to that location. And I love mapping that out with people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, it sounds like you have a very systemized approach that is founded in compassion and just mm, definitely intuitive <laughs> human side of the meaning of not just landing a job and getting a title on a door, mm-hmm. but how do we feel? How are you feeling? How are you in, enjoying what's, what's off? What's creating that feeling of, of exhaustion, you know, overwhelm because those are usually indicators of something deeper. So, well, it's fantastic. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work you're doing? Yeah. So you can learn more uh, about me and the work that I'm doing uh, by visiting my website. It's uh, www.betterworkexperience.com. And uh, you can sign up for my free newsletter and um, that should be it. You can email me directly at drkatie at betterworkexperience.com. All right. Fantastic. So you put out a regular newsletter? I do. Nice. Okay. So they can sign up for that on your website and learn more about uh, some of the things we've been talking about. And that's betterworkexperience.com. That's right. All right. Fantastic. Well, Dr. Katie, you have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation. Uh, But if I could tap on you one last time uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business, what's some additional advice that you might be able to share 
specifically for a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed. Mm. Like I said, you've already yeah. said so many things that yeah. to this. So it's like, okay, well, I'll ask one more time because I, yeah. I have a whole page of notes here. But if there's one thing based on your own experience and you have dealt with a lot. Yeah. You know, what I always try to do is put my frame of references. Okay. If I'm a coach, what, how would I coach myself? You know, mm. I'm, you know, I've we've shared a lot about my background and my life and yes, I'm the president and founder of a company, but what does that really mean? If like, if I'm at, if I'm giving myself advice, you know, the number one thing I can, if I can look myself in the mirror and say, I want this. And I truly, truly believe that that's an authentic statement. I want this. I want this company to exceed, succeed. I want to, I want my products to help people really, truly find happiness and have sustainable happiness in their career and their work life. Mm-hmm. I can't quit. Mm-hmm. I can't quit. So if you want it, don't quit. If you'd really, truly want it, don't quit. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Just really asking that vulnerable, transparent, let's be real question. Mm -hmm. Is this, do you really want this? And what is this? And what does that mean? And then here we go. Giddy up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love it. Let it flow. It's not an adventure without obstacles. Right. It just, it it just isn't an adventure. It isn't success. Isn't as as sweet. Exactly. Because contrast brings clarity, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Powerful, Mm -hmm. powerful. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing that additional uh, words of wisdom message of, of really inspiration. So thank you so much. And Dr. Katie, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from your change agent role within a national healthcare system to the impactful work you're now doing as a change age agent as well uh, within the scope of uh, being a career coach in, in your own company, Better Work Experience Incorporated, where you're enhancing people's work experience by providing them with innovative human-centered solutions. So I've, I've really enjoyed our conversation and I just wanna thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Wendy. Yeah, absolutely. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Dr. Katie Thomas through her website. And that is betterworkexperience.com. And be sure to sign up for her newsletter. It sounds like it's a wealth of information uh, right there on a regular basis, just coming into your inbox. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, Well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, 
Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Dr. Katie Thomas. And as always, here's to your success.